You know, I'm at an age where uh, I don't remember everything that happened in my childhood with a lot of detail, but I do remember well the day that our entire sixth grade class filed into the gym and our teacher told us that we were going to learn how to square dance. Nobody could believe it. Gym was all about basketball and sit-ups, not dancing, but it was true. Sure enough, they had added square dancing to the curriculum, so that meant that all of us sixth graders were gonna learn how to alaman left and bow to your partner and make a Texas star. And as if that weren't enough, uh, the teacher told us that when our dancing unit was over, we would be demonstrating our square dancing abilities for our parents at open house. And when she finished up with that, I think every single kid in the room began sweating if they weren't already, because none of us knew how to square dance. None of us knew anything about it. And the idea of learning that somehow and then trying to get up and do it in front of our parents sounded like a recipe for pure embarrassment. So as we all sat there contemplating our fate, I think we were all wondering, well, you know, were we gonna have to get up right then and find a partner, and wouldn't that be traumatizing, uh, and then start dancing right then. But that's, that's not what happened. Our teacher went around and handed out these really thick packets to each kid. They were instruction packets. Uh, lots of descriptions of the different calls that could be made in square dancing, and then a bunch of those diagrams with the dancing feet. Y'all know what I'm talking about? So we spent the next few days going through the, the diagrams and the instructions, and then we spent another couple of days watching films. Yes, confirmands, that's what they used to call videos, films. We watched films about other people doing their square dancing thing, uh, and then we were finally allowed to get with our assigned partner and begin dancing ourselves, trying it out. And I found out pretty quick that there's a very big difference between looking at diagrams of dancing feet on a piece of paper and actually trying to do the do-si-do -si -do with a sixth grade boy from my class who was just as self-conscious as I was. But I will say that by the end, when we got to that open house, all of us, even the guys, I think, discovered that we loved real square dancing best. This is Confirmation Sunday, which means that over the course of this morning, 20 young people, 8th grade students, will stand up on their own two feet and profess their faith in Jesus Christ, confirm the work of the Holy Spirit in their life, and join the church as a full member. Why, confirmands, you may ask, are you, Holly, talking about dancing on Confirmation Sunday? Well, don't worry no one's going to be asked to make a Texas star. Now, the reason I'm talking about dancing is because confirmation like dancing involves your feet. It does involve your head and your heart also, to be sure, but this morning you're gonna stand up on your own two feet and claim your faith for yourself. Assume responsibility for your life of faith, and you're gonna do that surrounded by your friends and your, and your family, not only your biological family, but your church family, and that is a really great thing. Because we all need to be reminded that you can't be a Christian by yourself. You really can't. We need one another 
in order to live out the Christian life, and we need one another to be nurtured in the Christian life. So today we give thanks to God for those family members, those friends that have brought you this far, confirmands that have taken the responsibility of teaching you the faith. But today, as you stand up on your own two feet, you become those who are not just the recipients of the Christian message. You commit yourselves to be those who will go out into the world, take concrete steps to share the good news of Jesus Christ with others, to follow in his holy footsteps. So what that means is that there are no more instructional videos for you. No more, I don't know, diagrams of dancing feet. Today, you're gonna get up and you're gonna dance on your own. So what does that mean? Well, that means that in a few minutes, you're gonna stand up and you're gonna profess your faith in Christ. And then you're gonna come up here and kneel in this place surrounded by your family and your friends and, and those in the congregation who feel especially close to you will stand where they are to support you, to indicate how much they love you and that they're rooting for you. And then if you have not been baptized, we'll baptize you. And if you have been baptized, you'll be asked to touch the baptismal waters and remember your baptism and give thanks for it. Then our pastors will gather around you and we'll stretch out our hands and we'll call your name and you'll hear these words, the power of the Holy Spirit work within your life, that being born of water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. And when you stand back up, confirmands, that means you are marked as one who belongs to Jesus. And you are also one who has made the commitment to follow in his holy footsteps, to live out your faith for the rest of your life. I love the way that the Apostle Paul talks about this. He has such a way with words, doesn't he? He says, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Focus on these things, and then he says, put them into practice. Because we understand, as Christian people, that what you think about, thinking about what is good and right and true, thinking about focusing on those things that are, are worthy of praise, those things that are excellent, that's really important. But you've also got to live it out. What does that mean in your life? What will that look like? Well, it'll be different for each one of you. I can tell you that. It'll be different because God gives each one of you unique gifts, you see. And your experiences will be different. The situations that you find yourselves in over your lifetime will be different. But one thing I know is true, it will set you apart. It will set you apart. If you choose to live out your faith, to practice your faith, you'll be making decisions that not everybody understands. For example, if you, if you leave here today taking this seriously and you're going to live it out, that means that, well, you're going to be committed to helping people even when it would be easier to just worry about yourself. It will also mean standing up for what is right and just and merciful and grace-filled even when others push you to do the opposite. 
try to pull you into standing up for what is wrong. It may mean, oh, I don't know, taking a mission trip instead of a vacation, or being in church on Sunday morning when your friends are sleeping in. It will mean saying no to things like drugs and alcohol, and yes to things like maturity and personal responsibility. And it will mean dedicating your time, your talents, your gifts for the rest of your life for the upbuilding of God's kingdom. And as I said, there are going to be people who don't understand that. They're going to question you. They're not going to get it. But we Christians know that thinking on what is good and right and true is so important, but doing it is just as important. Because, confirmands, if you haven't figured this out yet, you will. There are an awful lot of people in our society who run around talking about Christian values and standing up for something, but not once do they get out on the floor and really dance. There are a lot of folks who talk and talk and talk about what is excellent, what is praiseworthy, what is good and right and true, and then they hug the wall of life. Do you know what I mean? So today, as you are confirmed, you're joining with the rest of us in a deep commitment to not be a wallflower in the life of faith, but to really get out there, live it out, and make a difference in the world. So confirmands and all of us, I think today is a good day to reflect on Paul's words, but maybe every day is when we wonder what we should be doing in our life of faith. Reflect on what is honorable and just and true and pure and pleasing and commendable, the things that are excellent, the things worthy of praise. Focus on these things in your life, but commit yourself to, to live it out. These are wonderful words from Paul. Hang on to them. Not just you, confirmands, but all of us, church, let's hold on to those. But confirmands for you, especially today, I pray that in the name of Jesus, you will whisper to yourself, feet don't fail me now. And then you'll get out there and do the dance of faith for the rest of your life. Will you pray with me? Most loving God, we give you thanks for these confirmands, for those who have loved and supported them and brought them to this point. Lord, bless them in this sacred moment that they may not only receive the, the gift that confirmation brings, the, the, the surety that comes with it, but also, Lord, strengthen them to make that deep commitment to living out their faith in this world for heaven knows the world needs it. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.